Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 947, air date May 8th, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Hope everyone's doing well. We are on Instagram. Oops, we're not on Instagram. We've got to always do this again. Sometimes this happens. Okay. And we're live on Instagram. Okay. All right. Good evening. What time is it? It is uh, a little bit after nine. Wait for people to join. Let's get everything set up here. Right. Alan Toussaint, good to have you. What do we have? We're happy to introduce a world-renowned forensics investigator, new TFH warrior, Francine Bardot. Welcome to Truth for the Health. Great to have you. Um, Dr. Shiva, my man, keep preaching the truth. Will do. Good to have you. Others are joining. Okay, well, as people are joining, I'll share with you what we're going to be talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about arginine and its effects on cardiovascular health. That's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about arginine and its effect on, who's that? Is that Geronimo? Yeah, let him in. Um, all right, we're going to be talking about arginine and its effect on cardiovascular health. So you're going to, first of all, today, we're going to learn about cardiovascular health. You're going to learn about what arginine is, and we're, you're going to get a lesson today on uh, what the blood vessels are, the cardiovascular system, and we're gonna talk about that. So let's wait until people are joining. Uh, someone said, hemp food for heart health. You've got balls of steel, someone said. <laughs> All right, I've got balls of steel. Um, someone says, speaking from Brazil, do you think they will make mandatory vaccine? Just, just let them in, yeah. Just You can leave the door open, yeah. Um, and, uh, let's see. Okay. Arginine from pineapple. Definitely. Listening from the Navajo Indian reservation. Who's that? Patricia and Davis. Great to have you, Patricia. Good to have you. Um, um, great. All right. So welcome everyone. Hope everyone's having a, a good Friday evening. It's nine ten. So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about arginine. Uh, from a systems perspective, and we're going to look at the system of the cardiovascular system. Over the last, I would say, the last six months, we did a series of uh, analysis on the, the immune system and how different ingredients affected the immune system. So we did many, many different ingredients. Now we're going to switch to cardiovascular health, and we're going to talk about the effects of arginine on the cardiovascular system. Okay. And um, most of you know that the approach we take here at VA Shiva, and for those of you who are interested in uh, knowing more about the site and what we do, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you can become a Truth Freedom Health Warrior. But our platform, vashiva.com and Truth Freedom Health, is about educating the world on a systems approach to looking at everything. 
So on every Monday evenings, I offer a three-hour class. We have a whole platform, which I'll talk about, which is to educate. It's really a platform of education, social media tools, independent of big tech, and activism to educate people globally on how you apply a systems approach to your body, how you can apply it to politics, how, how you can apply it to everything. And without that systems approach, people will always bring this pro or anti left or right wing camp. And our, our goal is to break that duality up because we never really solve real problems and we end up in, in sort of a wrestling match. So today we're gonna to take a systems approach to look at the cardiovascular system. So we're gonna learn a little bit about the cardiovascular system and then we're gonna look at a very powerful compound called arginine, which appears in nature. And um, uh, my intention is to help you understand the cardiovascular system and the effect arginine has. I'm also gonna share with you research that we did with the US Pharmacopeia, USP, which is the organization which um, certifies vitamin supplements, uh, USP. And we're also going to um, uh, share with you a, a publication that I published in a dietary supplements journal using the cytosol analysis. Plus you're gonna get research that I did while at MIT between MIT, Harvard, Brigham's um, uh, Hospital, uh, Brigham and Women's and some colleagues at King's College to look at the effect of arginine at the molecular system. So you're gonna learn a lot today about nitric oxide, cardiovascular health, arginine, all right? So before I begin, I always like to uh, play an introductory video for all of you who are new, so you can actually have a deep understanding of my personal journey to uh, systems. And uh, let me bring that up because it'll, and I'm sure all of us have gone through our own journeys, but uh, my journey is really about a journey um, across systems and um, uh, figuring out the nature of all systems and the systems approach. So here we Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There, I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent. 
a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop Your Body, Your System, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements, and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state. And Systems Health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system, to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, everyone. So I hope that provides those of you who are new, uh, my journey to systems again. Uh, welcome. This is Dr. Shiva Adure. We're going to be talking about arginine and cardiovascular health. And I want all of you to um, get ready to look at life and everything from a systems approach. So we apply that systems approach to understanding how foods work in our body, how ingredients work in our body, how politics work. And I'll come back to that how life really emerges when you start interconnecting things. Uh, when you start looking at things in isolation, it's a really a powerful way to manipulate people. It is really the focus of the efforts of power, profit, and control. But the efforts of truth, freedom, and health are bounded upon the understanding of the interconnections between things. So we're gonna look at the interconnections of a very powerful molecule called arginine and how it affects various aspects of the cardiovascular system. And this is original research uh, that I've been working on for many years. So. Let's begin. So I'm going to begin by going right to our PowerPoint slide. Um, and uh, as you can see, what we're talking about is L-arginine and cardiovascular health, and we're taking a molecular systems biology approach. So let's go right into this. Let me make sure our people on, I have to resize the screen for people on Instagram at home. Okay, so let's jump right in. By the way, those of you who are interested, please go to vashiva.com. That's the website where we we're building, where we have built our entire platform for education, social media, as well as community, as well as activism, independent of big tech. So arginine and cardiovascular health. What are we going to cover today? First of all, uh, we're talking about cardiovascular health. Cardiovascular is about your heart. Um, and uh, we're going to first of all learn what is L-arginine. Some people say arginine. Some people say arginine. Um, tomato, tomato. Okay, it's fine. Um, and we're going to talk about L-arginine's effects on biological functions. What are the health benefits? Then we're going to look at its effects on cardiovascular health. 
And then we're gonna really talk about what the clinical evidence is on uh, dosaging. How much should you take, okay? So first of all, this is what arginine looks like. It's an amino acid. Amino acids typically have this NH2 group. This car, by the way, wherever you have these little points, I mean, there's a carbon double bond OH is an acid. It's an organic acid, C double bond OH, C OH, and this NH2. And everything here to the left of it varies based on the kind of amino acid. So this group here typically stays the same, teaching everyone here a little bit of organic chemistry. And to the left of this, this chain varies based on the type of amino acid. So um, it's, 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 uh, it's a metabolically versatile amino acid. It's structural component of many proteins. So just quick biochemistry, uh, protein, is made up of chains of amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of life. So you take amino acids and you start connecting them together and you get different proteins. So arginine is an essential part of a structural component of various proteins. Now, if you notice, I'm calling it a semi-essential amino acid. Okay, this is a new term that's come about recently. Typically they said essential and non-essential. So non-essential, meaning you don't need to take it, your body actually manufactures it. And so in healthy people, in healthy organisms, uh, uh, you know, most ma mammals, the non-essential amino acids, which means you don't have to consume it, your body actually would manufacture that amino acid. The essential amino acids are the ones that are uh, not made by the body. That means you have to consume them, okay? Um, and, uh, uh, they're essential for a growing organism after trauma or during various disease states. So an essential amino acid will not be made by the body for a growing organism after trauma or during various disease states. So a semi-essential amino acid like arginine, your body can make it, right, in the healthy adult, but if your body's under trauma or it's not doing well or it's in a disease state, it will stop making it. So I hope that's clear. So L-arginine is somewhat interesting because if you're healthy, your body's gonna make it. And if you're not healthy, your body's not gonna make it, okay? So that's something very important to keep in mind. So L-arginine is both a essential amino acid, meaning you have to take it if your body's not functioning well, it's in disease state, and it's non-essential, which means if your body's um, um, functioning well, you don't have to consume it, okay? Your body will make it. Hope that's clear. Okay, good. So now we understand essential and non-essential amino acids and that arginine is a semi-essential amino acid. Um, the sources of arginine, first of all, can be produced by the body from scratch, which means it can actually take pieces, right, of nitrogen and all these compounds, you know, atoms, and it can make it. It's produced from the breakdown of protein. So protein gets broken down and your body can make it and it's obtained from diet or you can get it as a dietary supplement. And L-arginine is considered to be generally safe. It's called grass, generally, you know, you know, accepted as safe, okay? Grass, they call it sometimes. So it's a, you can get it as from the breakdown of other proteins obtained from the diet, or you can take it as a supplement. Now let's look at the research. Look at all the papers that have been done. Um, I think, this is probably the number one number of articles we've seen so far. 131,000 research papers, 131,358 research papers as of today, uh, when we look, last looked at this that have been done on L-arginine. Over 2,000 
200 clinical trials, 2,239 clinical trials, over 52 years of scientific research. Um, so quite incredible. And you can look at from 1916, you can see it right here, that starting about 50 years ago, quite a bit of research has been done on it. So since 1970 to now, you can see the explosive amount of research that's been done on arginine, um, 52 years of research, but over 2,200 clinical trials. So how do we really understand all this? How do we go about putting all this together? So if you wanted to really get a systems view or a holistic view of arginine, you, you could, one person can do it. In fact, a bunch of postdocs at a university can do it. So that's why I created a technology for my PhD work called Cytosol, which helps us, helps us actually organize all of that data. And I'll show you this shortly. And that technology came out of my PhD work at MIT called Cytosol. So Cytosol is really a, a platform for discovery of how different compounds, particularly from natural products work with molecular pathways faster, cheaper, and safer. And I'll show you something recently we discovered. But if you think about here, all those 130,000 papers, Cytosol helps us look at all those, curate them. In this case, we're looking at the molecular system of cardiovascular health, and we're looking at arginine. So 131,000 papers helps us organize it, extract out the molecular mechanisms uh, relative to cardiovascular health and build a systems analysis of that. So that's what we're gonna share with you today. So without Cytosol, this would not be possible. Otherwise, we'd just be cherry picking. We say, oh, arginine doesn't work or arginine does work. And that's what's happening. On the one side, you have big pharma, which does cherry picking, and you have big vitamin, which does cherry picking. I don't really care for either side. What I think is we need to take a systems approach. And that's why Cytosol is really becoming a scientific source of truth because we don't care whether Harvard did the research or Yale did the research or some small state university. We look at all of it and we organize it, okay? So um, uh, that's the power of Cytosol. Cytosol is a very powerful, powerful systems biology tool. And one of my, and by the way, I gave a talk this morning, everyone should go see where I really blasted Pfizer and what's going on in the drug development world. But what you can see here in the drug development world, we see that pharma companies are actually in a major problem because it takes them 15, 13 years, $5 billion to find a compound. A compound is a synthetic compound and to figure out if it works or not to take it to market, they got to do test tube testing, then they got to go kill a bunch of animals, then they have to do phase one, phase two, phase three trials. And if the product makes it through this, then they can take it to market. The other issue with pharma companies, you can actually sue them. This is what's interesting in the discussion on the jabines, as I call the jabinations, the jabs that you're getting, okay? Uh, the thing with pharma companies is the, the jabinations are, uh, they're completely indemnified, which means if they hurt you, you can't sue pharma companies. This is quite amazing. So um, this is why the big pharma companies are moving to the, the jab, wanting to jab everyone. This is why Pfizer wants to get into India so badly. This is why you're seeing this massive propaganda war. The Indian government did not want to let Pfizer in in February or in early April because Pfizer didn't want to do clinical trials. So India said, get the hell out. So suddenly, I mean, you can connect the dots. You see this massive propaganda war as though everyone's dying and the whole country's gonna go to hell, okay? Um, it's a new market for Pfizer. That's what it's really about. That They have a lot to profit by getting into India. So, but the bottom line is when you really look at this, you see that the entire process of drug development 
is a broken model. And in fact, you can see here year over year, they spent a ton on R&D and more and more they're spending on R&D. Even the FDA, even the corrupt FDA is not even allowing their drugs through. So you can imagine because of their failure in clinical trials. So I created Cytosol thinking like these guys would want to create, you know, safer things. They'd want to do stuff better, but they don't. Um, they uh, even their guys want to do innovation. They start, but they really don't want to do this right because they're making so much money by doing the old medieval model. So I'm going to share with you a quick video so everyone understands how Cytosol actually works. So let me just so it'll give you a little bit of a deeper understanding. Let me bring that up and let's go here. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14 year old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green and Big New Age with gurus and yogis empowered by Hollywood celebrities selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003 when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000 as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic 
combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosol. Welcome. All right, so I hope that gives everyone an idea what Cytosol is, but it's a very powerful technology separate from the videos I do uh, to educate people on systems approach, separate from the Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior uh, movement that we've unleashed. Um, I do also that uh, in terms of using Cytosol to understand how ingredients work, like arginine, doing combinations. I'll share with you um, uh, very soon where for about the last 16 years, I've been helping you know others to figure out what works and what doesn't using Cytosol. And more recently, we've actually applied Cytosol to help you directly. And we've just, we've made a very cool discovery, which I'll share with you. But arginine, as you can see, uh, comes from an, uh, you can really understand arginine by using Cytosol to cull through all those papers and get what we call a systems understanding. So let's go back to that. Let's go back to arginine and the PowerPoint here, there. So, um, as I as I was sharing, one of the things that we've been doing is for you know the first between 2003 and seven we built Cytosol. That was my PhD work during seven and 12, 2007 and 12. We had to publish lots and lots of papers validating it because uh, no one believed that we could have created something like this. But after 2012, I thought you know naively that the pharma companies would want to use it. A couple of them wanted to because we could figure out ways that they could avoid killing people and making mistakes, right? But the majority of them don't really care about that. Their goal is the stock prices. They just want to get a product out and keep seeing phase one, phase two, phase three, get it out there and the stock price goes up. So because of my deep interest in natural products for my grandmother, we helped a lot of small companies, you know, entrepreneurial companies really figure out the synergy of compounds. But more recently, we applied Cytosol to the area of pain and inflammation and swelling. And um, we have discovered um, a very powerful product called MV25. And those of you who are interested, you can go um, get it online. Uh, we sold out rapidly and uh, we got a, a batch in this COVID nonsense really affected all the supply chain. So you can pre-order now for July. Uh, we have bottles that just came in for those people ordered some before and we're shipping those out. But I wanted to let everyone know MV25 is a very cool uh, product um, and we call it MV. Uh, and I, you can see the branding. It's not like a company. It's me, a systems and a scientist and systems biologist who developed this using Cytosol. 
And it's really mass times velocity in physics. This is called momentum. So that's how we came up with MV, momentum to move. And it's cytosol optimized. What does that mean? The back of the label clearly says MV25 was formulated using the cytosol computational systems biology platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation results from integrating thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers across four decades in 68 research institutions and computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that down-regulates the biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. So we went through trillions of combinations of reactions. Uh, and Cytosol optimized, that's what this is. This actually means this formula has been optimized to maximize benefits and bioavailability while minimizing the toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosol. So our promise is as science advances, so will this formulation, and this is our promise. And you can see it's clean certified, it's made in the US, and it's GMP certified. So you can, if you guys are interested, you can go to the site, you can click on shop, and in the shop area, you can find MV25, okay? So let's go back to uh, arginine. So the approach that we take to developing MV25 on the public service side, um, nearly every day I take an ingredient, someone asks, is cytosol free? Well, look, I give a lot of stuff away for free, okay? Um, but cytosol, you know, the public research I do, but MV25 is not for free. And But those of you who purchase it and support it, we plow that, a lot of that back into supporting the movement for truth, freedom, and health. So um, anyway, I do a lot of free stuff, you know, but it's not about free issues. Do you want to contribute to your health and well-being? And I recommend that all of you, if you really are serious about that, um, go become a truth, freedom, and health warrior where you can get educated, okay? That's really the best thing you can do for yourself, even more than, um, you know, what you put into your mind is more important sometimes than what you put into your mouth. So let's talk about L-arginine, okay? So L-arginine, um, let me make it easier here. Is that better? Yeah, someone said you do enough free stuff, yeah. Uh, look, I just wanna let people know, you know, when I graduated MIT, you know, I have four degrees from there. Most people who graduate MIT with a PhD and what I have, they go on Wall Street and they make about 10 to 20 million a year uh, using their math skills. I never got interested in that. I was more interested in wanting to uh, really have an effect on changing the world in a profound way because of, um, I knew that I got, I, I received so much. I knew where I came from, my poor grandfather, uh, uh, grandparents, the working class people in New Jersey. So the fact that my parents came to the United States and all the education I got, everything else is icing on the cake. So, um, uh, you know, I enjoy creating things. And if you happen to make money, that's great. But right now we're creating a movement for truth, freedom and health. And I hope all of you become truth, freedom and health warriors. You should contribute to yourself. You know, I give everyone lots of gifts. Education is a gift I give. And I'll come back and talk about that. But when we look at arginine, what you'll realize is that arginine is quite interesting because um, here's the structure. Uh, an important part of arginine are the several metabolic pathways that maintain the body's function. So what is a me metabolic pathway when you eat something, right? Your body metabolism really relates to energy, right? Your body consumes food and it runs these different cycles, these different processes. So your body uh, gets energy, right? It's called metabolism, right? Um, and so if you look at um, arginine is involved in many of these metabolic pathways, the Krebs cycle, 
which is the cycle that takes place in the mitochondria. Everyone, you know, there's a lot of companies which talk about mitochondria and that's a source of energy for your cells. So arginine supports that. The urea cycle, which is involved in detoxing your body. So arginine supports that. Uh, the nitric oxide metabolism. This is what we're gonna focus on today, which is a relaxation of blood vessels and immune response. And then arginine is also involved in the acid-base balance that makes some neutral pH in the body. So look at all those processes, Krebs cycle, urea cycle, the nitric oxide metabolism, the acid-base balance. So, um, you know, arginine is involved in many of these processes to which support the metabolic processes in your body. So in many ways, it's an essential, in that sense, it's an essential nutrient that you need to make sure all of these processes are being maintained. But we're gonna focus on the nitric oxide metabolism part. Now, where are the dietary sources? Well, you can get it from meats, turkey, pork loin, chicken, so these meats. Um, but you can also get it from plant-based, lentils, spirulina, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, dairy products, watermelon seeds, soybean, peanuts, and chickpeas, okay? So plant-based and animal-based, okay? Um, now, let's look at the biological effects of arginine. Michelle just wrote to me, um, she's on a plane in Virginia that some, some guy was just talking to everyone and they're turning the plane around. It's quite interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's look at the biological effects of L-arginine, okay? Well, here are the biological effects. It's involved in metabolism of proteins, structural function, urea, right? Which means getting rid of urea, detox, creatine, muscle regeneration function, polyamines, cell growth function, nitric oxide, vasorelaxation, which means your blood vessels and immune functions, proline, which is metabolism, glutamate, so neurotransmission function, and ag agmatine, which is neuroprotective function. So um, arginine is involved in metabolism. All of these other materials, proteins, urea, creatine, polyamines, nitric oxide, proline, glutamate, and agmatine, okay, which so involved in blood, metabolism, blood vessels, cell growth. So you can see how many different functions arginine supports, all right? Uh, someone said, I take a Solgar amino acid supplement, autoimmune, don't do well with the nightshade and any beans. Okay, thanks for sharing. Okay, health bean, health benefits of L-arginine, okay? So cardiovascular diseases, hypertension, arteriosclerosis, peripheral arterial disease, erectile dysfunction, congestive heart failure. It's good for athletic performance, burns and trauma, cancer, syndrome X, gastrointestinal diseases, immunomodulation, and senile dementia. Again, all of this is from those 131,000 papers, okay? So we're not making any of this up. This comes from all that. So let's talk about the cardiovascular system. What I wanna talk about now is I wanna educate all of you, so listen very carefully, um, because in the next five minutes, you're gonna learn some very important aspects of the cardiovascular system, okay? Remember, it's a system. Again, to those of you joining, this is Dr. Shiva, and we take a systems approach. The systems approach we take here is really based on recognizing nothing acts in isolation. Truth, freedom, and health are interconnected. Your ankle bone's connected to your foot bone. 
your heart doesn't just operate on its own. It's connected to vessels in your lungs, etc. So the cardiovascular system, let's review that. And then we'll talk about the importance of arginine uh, to the cardiovascular system. So what is a cardiovascular system? So let's walk through this, okay? It's the transport system of the body, the transport system. In the course that I teach every Monday evenings, we talk about general systems theory, how there are three phenomena, transport, conversion, and storage, okay? And th these come from systems theory. Transport is related to movement. Conversion is related to like things like digestion, taking things in one form and another. And then we talk about the structural systems, okay? And I, again, I encourage everyone to take the class because when you study that, you can apply that to anything. But the cardiovascular system is really the transport system of your body, right? And the cardiovascular system is composed of three major components. It includes in the center here, your heart. It includes the blood vessels, okay? And then the blood, okay? So the blood itself, the vessels, and the heart. Now the heart is really, a, a, it's really a muscle that's responsible for pumping blood throughout your body. So what, what happens is a, here, the heart pumps blood, you know, on the right side when it, or you're, depending on how you're looking at it, to your left, right? When the heart pumps blood, um, the blood vessels here are carry blood and nutrients to all part of your body. So the aorta right here pumps blood. So this is blood leaving the heart. So this is why it's called anything that leaves away from the heart right here. Okay. This is your, uh, this is your, um, uh, your aorta, right? The big main artery. So this pumps blood and the, and the red denotes oxygenated blood. And as your cells use up that oxygenated, oxygenated blood, okay? Um, the blood is, by the way, composed of blood cells and plasma. The red blood cells carry oxygen and the white blood cells provide immune support, okay? White blood cells immune support, the red blood cells carry oxygen. So you pump the blood and then as we'll, we'll go deeper into the capillaries in your body, um, the, the, the vena cava, which is a main vein that comes back into the heart here is now carrying back deoxygenated blood, okay? And so depending on how you're looking at it, if I'm, if I'm looking at on my right side, the, the right here is a right atrium of your heart, which pumps this blood down to the left, uh, to the right ventricle right here. Ventricles are on the bottom, atriums are on top, right? And then this pumps the blood that needs to be oxygenated to your lungs up here. The lungs oxygenate the blood and oxygenated blood flows into your left atrium right here. And then, then the left atrium pumps this blood through your left ventricle, so on, okay? So your cardiovascular system is composed of your heart, the blood vessels, which carry the blood and the nutrients, and the blood, okay? And again, remember the blood is not just composed of all the red stuff, but it's, it also includes the white blood cells, okay? So let's go a little bit deeper, all right? And if you look at the cardiovascular system, and now we're looking at the vascular system, which consists of the blood vessels. So over here, you see the arteries, so there's two, really three types of blood vessels, the arteries, which are the large blood vessels that carry oxygenated blood away from the heart. So right here, okay? So this is the aorta carrying oxygenated blood. So that's over here. And so here's the arteries and here's the arterioles, right? 
which are smaller aspects of the artery. And the arteries are the large blood vessel carry oxygen. Now the veins are over here are the large blood vessels that carry deoxygenated blood to the heart, okay? So as you go here, this is deoxygenated blood going to the heart, which then get pumped to the lungs, okay? So that's what the veins do. So the arteries are carrying the uh, uh, oxygenated blood away from the heart and the veins are carrying the deoxygenated blood um, to the heart. Now the capillaries are these very fine structures. They're the smaller, uh, right here, they're the small blood vessels that deliver nutrients and oxygen to the tissue. So your tissues are all here. So the arteries are carrying an oxygenated blood and the, and the capillaries perfuse your tissues and your cells and they are the ones that are carrying nutrients and then they carry the waste products out back right here, as you can see, back to the veins. And then this goes back to your heart to be pumped, to be reoxygenated. Okay. So it's quite a spectacular process that takes place here. Now, if you get even more closer and we start looking at the structure of the blood vessels. So now we're going to look at the structure of the blood vessels. You'll see the blood vessels contain three layers. Okay. Now capillaries only contain the endothelial cells. Okay which is called the tunica intima, or the inner layer consisting of the endothelial lining, which provides frictionless pathway for the movement of blood. So that's the capillary. That only consists of the endothelium, okay? Now, the adventitia, or outer layer, is the one that provides a structural support. So if you look at, if you look at here, the arteries, the outer piece right here, it's way at the edge here, or here on, on veins, as well as arteries, that's called the tunica adventitia, which is a loose fibrous connective tissue, right? It's really the outer part of it. Then the tunica media, which is the middle or the middle layer composed of elastic and muscular tissue, which regulates the internal diameter of the vessel. Okay, so here's your vessel. So the thing that really controls, uh, you know, that regulates the diameter of this is this right here, which is the um, tunica media right there, okay? It's the elastin and the smooth muscle. So you have the tunica adventia, which is the outside, the tunica media, which is the middle, and then you have the tunica uh, intima, which is literally the endothelium. So arteries and veins contain all three of these, but capillaries only have the endothelium, okay? Just the tunica intima. All right, so now let's talk about cardiovascular system and the role of nitric oxide. All right, some of you may know that the discovery of a drug uh, called Viagra was based on um, its effects on nitric oxide. In fact, I think about 10 or 15 years ago, I think Time Magazine said nitric oxide is a chemical of uh, the molecule of the century because nitric oxide controls vasorelaxation. You know, this is what led to understanding um, uh, uh, the creation of Viagra. So nitric oxide is a very, very powerful and important molecule. And you're going to shortly see how it's important for cardiovascular health. And you're going to also understand how, how arginine influences nitric oxide. So listen very carefully. So here's a role of nitric oxide. So here's nitric oxide. And by the way, it, here's the N, nitrogen, double bonded to the O. But it, it, is, a, it, is, a, it is in a form where it is... Um, uh, you know, uh, in a radical form, right? Which means the electrons are not, not fully complete here, but it's nitric oxide, so it's nitric. 
and it's a potent vasodilator, which means it relaxes the, the vessels. It's a key role in maintaining blood pressure. It's anti-arthrogenic, anti-arthrosclerosis. It's generated by enos catalysis of L-arginine. That means enos catalyzes um, L-arginine. And blood shear stress, which means exercise, triggers NO production. Let me repeat that. Nitric oxide is triggered when you exercise. When you exercise, blood starts flowing. And as the blood flows, you're going to shortly see the research that myself and our colleagues did at MIT to show when nitric oxide flows, um, the flow of nitric oxide um, results in the flow. I'm, I'm sorry, the flow of uh, when you exercise, it, it results in the flow of blood and blood flow results in the release of nitric oxide. So you're going to see that shortly. Okay. So let's look at that. So let's look at this closely. And by the way, what I'm going to share with you again, as I mentioned now, is research I did while I was at MIT with my colleagues, Andrew Koo, uh, uh, and a couple of others, uh, Professor Forbes Dewey, uh, Guillermo Garcia Cardenas at Brigham and Women's, and we'll come back to them. And this resulted in a publication of a major paper in one of the leading journals in the world, known as Cell's Biophysical Journal. So uh, let me go and share that. So. Here's what you're looking at is here is we're looking right here at, uh, you know, the vasculature and here is um, the artery and, and you're seeing blood flow through this, you know, let's say the capillary, right? So when, when you start exercising, blood starts flowing. Well, the surface of that capillary or that artery or that vein is composed of, guess what? Endothelial. So imagine you go into your bathroom and you have those tiles on your bathroom floor, that's like the endothelial cells. That's what those cells are, okay? That's what those little pentagons are. So when blood flows, you have what's called stress. It's not, it's sheer stress, which means the blood is flowing and it's affecting. It's like if you were, you know, dropping water across the floor of your bathroom, that's called sheer flow, okay? Now, when blood flows and it interacts with arginine, L-arginine, your body will release NO. So blood flow over the endothelial causes nitric oxide production. And endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which is called ENOS, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, NOS, ENOS, converts, so ENOS converts arginine to NO and L-citrulline. So it's quite interesting. So when the blood flows, listen very carefully, ENOS, which is a enzyme, converts arginine, which is an essential amino or semi-essential amino acid into NO, nitric oxide, and L-citrulline. And no product, NO production leads to vasodilation. This is, let me just fix this. This should not be NO. It should be no, NO production. Sorry about that. Let me go back to that. We are not afraid to fix our mistakes in real time here, okay? No, uh, let's go back, okay. So there we go. So NO production leads to vasodilation, which means relaxation and maintenance of blood pressure. So again, let me review this. So you exercise, blood starts flowing through your arteries. That's called shear stress. That shear stress results in endothelial nitric oxide, which is an enzyme converting L-arginine to nitric oxide and L-citrulline. And NO production leads to vasodilation, okay? so. 
Um, Andrew Koo in our lab, uh, who was a PhD student at the time, was literally, Andrew had literally set up in our lab the ability, or at Brigham, where he could send flow and observe NO production. But the question was, how was this occurring at the molecular systems level, right? So you know blood flows, you exercise, you run, blood flows through your arteries, your um, ENOS, uh, you know, uh, nitric oxide synthase, um, interacts with the L-arginine, and then you get NO being created. But how does that occur? So now if you go down to the molecular systems level, what you find is something quite fascinating, okay? And this is a work I wanna share. This was done with my colleagues at MIT, Brigham and Women's Hospital, Harvard Medical School, and King's College. So what happens? So I wanna give credit. This is a collaborative effort. Let me go back here, make sure everyone here can see properly. Okay. Okay, so um, what happens? Well, when blood flows, look what actually happens. So this is, we're looking at one endothelial cell. So that's on the surface of the artery. So here's a blood vessel, and there's a phenomenon called mechanotransduction. Again, mechanotransduction, that's a conversion process. So for example, in our course, we talk about when you have a diesel generator, you put in fuel, and your diesel generator converts it to electricity. That's called a transduction process or a conversion process. Here, the flow of blood converts um, uh, uh, to the chemical creation of nitric oxide. Well, how does that occur? Well, about 10, 15, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago now, wow, it's been um, something interesting happened. People found this little structure. I don't know if you can see it right here. Those of you here, it's called, it looks like a Christmas tree. It's called the glycocalyx. So when blood flows over this, so when blood flows over this, this Christmas tree starts shaking, starts moving. It's literally on the surface of the endothelium. It's quite amazing how the body's structured. It really looks like someone designed this thing. So the blood flows, this glycocalyx, so blood flow over the endothelial cells moves the glycocalyx structure on the membrane. And the mechanical force is what they call mechanotransduction, which means the force of blood you're exercising on the glycocalyx initiates conversion of L-arginine to nitric oxide by the enzyme enos. So nitric, so blood flows, this Christmas tree starts shaking, okay? And guess what? Your body through a series of chemical reactions will release nitric oxide, okay? So how does this occur? And this is when we went through those, all those papers, those hundreds of thousands of papers, we find all these little chemical reactions across those papers. Calcium influx is involved, enos expression, enos phosphorylation, you know, NO production. So what I'm telling you is that when you look at all that scientific knowledge out there, with cytosol, we find all these molecular reactions are taking place. And instead of cherry picking, with cytosol, we're able to gather all that knowledge and those chemical reactions and put it all together in cytosol. I hope that makes sense. Without cytosol, you couldn't do this, okay? So with cytosol, watch what we're doing. We take all of those chemical reactions, put them all together, okay? And without cytosol, this would frankly be an impossible task. It gets too complex. And this is why when I did my PhD, even some of the professor in my com committee thought this you couldn't do this. Um, very much like when I created the first email system, a bunch of doctors and people said, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't create email, okay? Uh, by the way, I'm not talking about text message. I'm talking about email, inbox, outbox folders. That's what I created, okay? The numbnuts at the military, that's not what they did. They, they thought it was impossible. But I, as a 14-year-old kid, had respect 
for the secretaries in the hospital that I worked at, and I did believe it was possible. Similarly, when I created Cytosol, you had the same old guard saying you can't do it, but we did do it. And I'm gonna show you what we did. We took all those molecular pathways that were involved in nitric oxide release, and we were able to integrate them using Cytosol. We took a systems approach. And what you find here is we took all that approach and we said, hey, we could mathematically compute. So this, this is over time and this is Cytosol's results. So this black line represents how much ENOS mRNA concentration. This means how much will ENOS upregulate messenger RNA? It's not the vaccine, okay? <laughs> That's what we're talking about to create nitric oxide, right? So this is our prediction. So this is Cytosol predicting it without killing animals, without hurting human beings on the computer. Now, Andrew Koo was doing the experiment in vitro, which means in a test tube-like situation. And this is what Andrew found. Look at how beautifully his results match ours. So he's doing this in the lab, our black lines in the computer. And when we did this is when we realized, when others realized, wow, Cytosol can actually model reality. So the, the orange dots represent reality. The, the black line represents our mathematical prediction. And same here. Here is ENOS protein concentration. And here is cytosol results. So this was the first time, and this is quite impressive because what we're showing here is that we can get the same results as what people are seeing in a test tube, okay? Mathematically. Now, this was the first important research that... And then this got published in the, and this is a very, very prestigious journal called Cells Biophysical Journal. And this got published there. I was one of the senior authors, again, with Guillermo Garcia Cardena and Professor Forbes Dewey, uh, who are at MIT and Harvard, respectively. Okay. And I was finishing up my PhD at the time. So you can see that we had shown that you could use technology to get the same results as what people are seeing in the wet lab. All right. So that was published. Now, why is this important? Okay, because what we had shown was that we could mathematically model a very important cardiovascular function, which is the release of um, nitric oxide. So that was done over here. Several years ago, um, I was invited to be uh, on the expert council for, uh, I gave a talk at Walter Reed Medical Hospital and the Army Surgeon General at the time, Eric Schumacher, um, had just funded the USP to look at adverse reactions of different supplements to soldiers. Soldiers in the military were taking different supplements, Yohimbi, Arginine, Creatine, and um, Synephrine, right, caffeine. And they were taking all of them together. And the military was concerned, what do those combinations do to soldiers? So I was asked to be on an expert council to oversee some research. The way that they were doing it was in a very, using spreadsheets, okay? So I came in and I said, look, I have a better way and I literally donated my time, again, giving away free stuff to the military to help them and the soldiers on using Cytosol. And we actually were able to mathematically use, um, use uh, Cytosol to show how much arginine will release nitric oxide. So I'm going to share that with you right now. Okay. So this is uh, very important because you're going to get access to some, again, uh, great research, original research. So here are those pathways of nitric oxide that we had published in Biophysical Journal that I just shared with you here. These have been proven, validated. So we did was we said, okay, what happens when you take arginine? What happens now you put arginine into cytosol? 
and we looked at different what's called ADMA levels. What is ADMA? ADMA is asymmetric dimethylarginine, ADMA. Asymmetric dimethylarginine is, is an analog of L-arginine, and ADMA is naturally occurring, a production of metabolism found in human circulation, okay? And it's naturally found in human circulation, excuse that, okay? And elevated levels of ADMA, elevated levels of ADMA have been purported to be directly, not purported, uh, have been shown to be uh, uh, inhibit nitric oxide synthesis and therefore impair endothelial function, which is a vascular function, and thus promote arteriosclerosis. So ADMA levels are increased in people with hypercholesterolemia, arteriosclerosis, hypertension, chronic heart failure, diabetes, mellitus, and chronic renal failure. So when you have high levels of ADMA, you're prone to getting these diseases. So that's all you wanna remember. So what we did was, with Cytosol, we're able to, uh, what we did was we gave, so the x-axis, we're simulating, again, using Cytosol. Uh, Casamari says, thank you for sharing your knowledge. Good, to everyone uh, excited about this knowledge I'm sharing, what I also want all of you to do is I want you to contribute to yourself. Go to vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com and become a truth, freedom, and health warrior because I do a three-hour class. We've created a whole platform, and I'll come back to that. It's a way that you can not only thank me but thank yourself and contribute to your own growth. So uh, thank you again for that. Um, so let's go back to this. So what you see here is that um, I'm giving different, so, so I, I'm, I'm using ADMA level of two a micromolar. This means people are healthy. So the blue line is healthy, normal adults. They don't have arteriosclerosis. And I'm giving different levels of arginine. So as the arginine increases, okay, guess what happens? Um, the nitric oxide levels peaks out, okay? You're at 100%. NO level, which means you're a healthy person, right? And you go to about 120%. So this is called the arginine paradox. After a certain point, no matter how much arginine you give, it stays at this 115, 110% level. Does that make sense? So those of you who are taking tons and tons of arginine and you're healthy, it's not gonna do a lot for you. That's what this means. Now, if you have an ADMA level of four micromolar, doesn't mean you're unhealthy. Um, notice that arginine does help you. So if your NO levels are low, 85%, it'll help you get up to normal levels at about, this is where you're giving, um, you know, you're, you're, you're giving increased arginine supplementation, okay? Now, if your ADMA levels, now this is people are approaching hypertension at eight, okay? Arginine will really help you more, right? You're down at 80% NO release, right? NO production. So arginine, those people have hypertension, right? Arteriosclerosis. What this shows is that arginine supplementation can be very valuable to you. Then those people who have serious hypertension, okay? That's when the ADMA level is 16. So you're at 60% nitric oxide levels. You know, look, it almost gets you back up to 90%. That's not bad. So the net takeaway from here is um, uh, arginine supplementation. If you're in good health, it'll help you a little bit. It'll help you get into a high performance mode, let's say for athletes. But if you're a serious hypertension, you have serious arterial sclerosis and problems, arginine supplementation can really help you get back to the uh, proper levels of nitric oxide. That's what our research showed. And, and again, we're not killing any animals here. And this is what is shown 
um, at the molecular systems level, okay? Now, um, this research that we did was recently just published in the Dietary Supplementation of L-Arginine. It's a very important dietary supplements journal. There you can see, I'm one of, again, the senior authors here. Uh, this took us three years to get this published. Uh, publishing takes a long time, but this was published in Dietary Supplements. You can look it up. Um, and Cytosol was really the core of doing this research. Now, so what I've shared with you here um, is when you take a systems approach, you find out that arginine has a multiplicative effect. It affects many different subsystems to really support your cardiovascular health. So just think about that. And this very powerful nutrient has many positive effects. It has, in fact, it affects uh, different aspects of your biology in synergistic ways. So this is what's so important about a systems approach. The reason I want all of you to learn a systems approach is a systems approach reveals that it's not just left or right. It's not just Republican or Democrat. That's just nonsense. In 2021, anyone out there thinking the Republican Party is better than the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party is better than the Republican Party, you're like an adolescent, or not worse than an adolescent, you're a kindergartner. So you get it, you, you would get an F in my class, okay? I want all of you to become A students. That's why you have to understand systems. So when we abstract this to a much higher level, when we start looking at, let's say, the interaction of our search for truth or our search for health, our search for freedom, truth, freedom, and health, these two, we can take a systems approach. So, you know, for far too long, this search for truth, freedom, and health has been a not a systems approach. All the nerds over here, the scientists, you know, searching for truth have been over here. Oh, someone said, good morning, sir, from Muahur. That's my village in India. Really? Wow, <laughs> that's a small village. Great to have you, okay. Um, and then the people fighting for freedom, you know, have been typically the 1A people or the Second Amendment people. And then over here have the, been the people who do yoga and the earthy crunchy granola people. All of these three movements have been, unfortunately, living on their own, okay? And, you know, some people consider this the right wing or the left wing or whatever wing, right? Our goal is to bring them together. This is go to go beyond left and right. And that's the way we win truth, freedom, and health. And this is very important because without taking this systems approach, um, we're never going to get to the truth. What I just shared with you here with arginine is we took those 131,000 papers. We integrated all of them. We extracted the molecular pathways. That's a systems approach. Then we looked at how arginine affected it, and then we published the truth. Well, similarly, if we want to change the world, nothing is going to change without a systems approach. Those in power do take a systems approach. They do not want you to take a systems approach to life. They want you, they want to manipulate you. Oh, follow Trump. Well, you gave money to Trump. I gave money to Trump. At the end of the day, Trump, Jared Kushner was running the White House. Operation Warp Speed was executed. You know, Assange was left in jail, right? And I think uh, I think I have Ken, Ken here, right? Ken is one of our Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors. And I'm going to play the video for Truth, Freedom, and Health. Before I do that, let me just share uh, the screen here. Let me just go. Uh, let me just let me go right here. One second. If I go to... Um, if I go right here, let's see, over here, where, is it, where do I want to go here? I want to go to uh, bashiva.com slash join. Oops, 
Yeah, let's go over here. Okay. All right, let's go right here, okay? Um, if you go right here, you will see on vashiva.com slash join, um, there's a video here, and I want everyone to go there, or you can also go to truth. If you just type in truthfreedomhealth.com, it takes you to the same place. But um, Ken here, who joined our movement, he, he gave a very interesting testimony after he went through the course. Can I read this, Ken? Yeah. Yeah. Ken said, I jumped from supporting the Kennedys in the 1980s and 1990s to Obama in the 2000s and to Bernie in 2010s and then to Trump in 2020s. I had no direction or guidance. I stayed with Trump for four years thinking I could fix him. Right? Everyone listening to this? Oops. Uh, oops, am I here? Oops. I'm sorry. Let me go over to, <laughs> let me go over here. I want to read Ken Singh here. So people go to uh, truthfreedomandhealth.com. Yeah. So people go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, which is right here. Um, and you scroll down to the bottom of this page. There are different testimonials. And I'll come back to this. But here's Ken's testimony. He was right with me. He goes, I jumped from supporting the Kennedys in the 1980s. 1990s to Obama in the 2000s and to Bernie in 2010s, then to Trump in 2020s. I had no direction or guidance. I stayed with Trump for four years, thinking I could fix him. That plan worked out well. Operation Warp Speed, Fauci never fired, vaccines, masks, Ivanka, Jared, Hillary out free, Assange in jail, 6.2 trillion for the elites, and Jeff Bezos. If it wasn't for the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement, I'd be now working for Tulsi Gabbard. Thank you for the truth. Freedom and Health Movement for their intervention. They liberated me from my own addiction to these abusers. Get educated or be abused, okay? So I think this is a great, honest uh, sharing by Ken. Ken, um, and the reason this is important is the left and the right, they both suck, guys. They're not gonna help you. The only way we're gonna get truth, freedom, and health to build the bottoms up movement. So let me uh, play for all of you this video, and then I'll come back and we'll finish up Argony. But it's important, everyone. If you haven't, if you've seen this video, great. You should. Everyone should see it a thousand times if needed. Okay. Let me play this for everyone. Out our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves, because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. 
And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right. Thank you, everyone. So uh, let's finish up arginine. Let me uh, go right here and talk, uh, finish up arginine here. Let me share back the PowerPoint. Okay, here we go. All right, so 
when you get time, you will find out that if you go to the site and you sign in, we've created a platform. It's a platform. Uh, it's an it's a platform for education, where you will learn. You will really learn a, a several year education and control system series um, in, in a very, very compressed manner. You really understand what this diagram is. You'll understand systems. You will get the book System and Revolution. You'll also get access to a tool where we've applied those principles to understand where you can uh, see how your body works as a system. And I want to thank everyone who's contributed uh, to themselves because we give about seven different gifts, including these. For people just uh, give 25 bucks it's 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 uh, a generous contribution but we want to uh, support you in your education and i can't take anything for nothing so please uh, thank everyone uh, for doing that but in addition to that we also have a system self portal where you can educate others on a systems approach you also get access to a complete framework where you can get certified on the foundations of systems knowledge you also get access to other scientific papers um, which really teach you how food is a medicine. Um, in addition, you get access to three other books um, where you will actually learn how your body is a system, how you can apply the systems approach to life. And then you'll also get the foundational engineering knowledge systems, um, this paper that we wrote. And then those of you who contributed $100 or more, you get all these gifts and you can go check it out. I'll, I'll walk you through this. And finally, that's just all the educational piece, okay? Tons and tons of educational, uh, all through this portal. Uh, separate from this, you can also build community, independent of big tech. There's a forum where you can sign in, you can start creating your own groups, you can start creating your own threads, lots and lots of discussion independent of big tech. For the Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors, they also get to create their own equivalent of a Facebook page, equivalent sign up and create groups, etc. okay? And um, the other piece is we want you to get activated versus watching on the sidelines. So you can literally go here and you can pick up different flashcards, as we call them. So, for example, on masks and oral health, these are these flashcards you can print um, at your local printer. You can download them. You can teach people the science of what the real issue with masks are in oral health and what the public health implications are. And there's a website called vashiva.com masks where we share original scientific research. You can also educate people on the real issue beyond vax and anti-vax, which is to boost immunity. There's again, a flashcard here. You can print it out and you can educate people on this, okay? And all of these are available um, to, to this. And then finally, you can go um, and recognize that all of these are accessible. And for those of you who are interested in this, simply all you need to do is to go to bashiva.com slash join or to go, oops, I don't think I was sharing that. Was I Ken? And I was, okay. Um, so that's what you, so I encourage everyone to go to that and enjoy. By the way, on the NV25, you know, the COVID stuff has really, we weren't even able to get caps and capsules because of COVID. So if anyone has any issues uh, getting them, we just did a shipping of an order. You can just email me directly at vashiva at vashiva.com and um if you haven't gotten it let, let me know we'll make sure we make sure we check into what's going on but um bottles caps capsules and um basic things supposedly because of covid everyone was saying we couldn't um get it on time but anyway uh, that's what's been going on so uh please don't take it personally 
but uh, we just did a shipment last week and we're going to do another uh, shipment again. But when you look at the systems approach, it will really help you understand the nature of all systems and how to look at the world of systems. So on vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com, please go get educated and every our education, the social media tools we've created and the activism tools are all independent of big tech. We run it out of our own data center, out of our own servers. Now, let's go back to Arganine and wrap a systems approach up. So when we take a systems approach, everything I've done so far was taking it from a, um, from a uh, biological approach. But there's another way you could also look at the body that we teach at, 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 uh, through our program is you can look at it from an Eastern and an engineering systems approach. There's a tool all of you get who become a supporter or who are committed to wanting to become a warrior called your body, your system. And this tool basically says, look, the universe is composed of the forces of transport, T, conversion, C, and storage, S. So transport's, for example, the cardiovascular system, the movement of blood. Uh, conversion is like your digestive system. You break down things. Storage is like your skeletal system or even the arteries, right? The, the, the structural elements. And when you use this software, you answer about 30 questions and it'll help you figure out what kind of system you are in this framework. That's your red dot. That could be you. Then you can answer a different set of questions and it'll figure out where you are today, how you're displaced from where you should be, okay? So this is basically helping you understand um, your, a disturbance that has occurred in your body and how you can get back. And then the last part helps you figure out how you can get back to you how you can use foods and supplements and exercise to bring you back to you, all right? So, and by the way, you also, those people who are, who are supporter levels, they get the book in this at, for your generous contribution of 25, it's, it's our gift. Now, when you look at L-arginine, you can also look at it from this way. So if your body's here, look what uh, arginine does. It increases vatha, which is what they call in the Indian system, which is transport. So basically, it'll move the red dot in this direction, increases flow of blood. But it increases pitta, which is conversion, right? Because you're increasing mechanotransduction, right? The flow of blood to release, to get more NO, right? That's a conversion, mechanotransduction. But guess what it does? It lowers kapha, right? The structural stuff, it, it doesn't make them as rigid. It relaxes the blood vessels. So this is a very different way of coming to the same conclusions. And we teach this in the course. So you, you can look at it from the cytosol approach or you can look at it from here. So how much arginine should you take? Many times when I do these talks, and by the way, no means is this is a medical talk, that's a big disclaimer here, but we're using the research to give you some indications of what other researchers have said, what the dosaging is. So what is the dosaging? Well, um, if you look right here, some uh, uh, McNeil et al in 2018 said, about 6.4 grams per day. That would be about 6,600 6, milligrams. Uh, L-arginine for blood pressure maintenance is around six to 30 grams per day. That's also McNeil et al. in 2018. And then L-arginine for erectile dysfunction is about 1.5 to five grams per day. That's RIM et al. So remember I talked about Viagra. Well, L-arginine releases nitric oxide, which is a thing that has a very similar effect to how uh, Viagra works. It's in the same realm, okay? So there you go. So in summary, L-arginine 
is, uh, uh, is, is most metabolically versatile amino acid, and it's involved in keeping your body's homeostasis, which means keeping your body centered. It, it's involved in the Krebs cycle, urea cycle, and protein synthesis. And L-arginine is a substrate, which means for nitric oxide release, which regulates several cardiovascular functions, including blood pressure, arteriosclerosis, and erectile dysfunction. Notice, this all has to do with vasodilation, relaxation of the blood vessels, so blood can flow in. There you go, everyone. So that's our presentation today, our beginning presentation on cardiovascular health. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be talking about caffeine. We're gonna look at how caffeine uh, literally um, affects nitric oxide. And, and, and you're gonna see that caffeine, I'll give you a hint, has a negative aspect to L-arginine, okay? It has a negative uh, response than L-arginine. And that, again, came out of our own original research, which we'll share with you. But one of the most important things to understand is what you can see is when you look at the body as a system, as a very complex system, any input you give, pharmaceutical drugs just go hit one target, okay? Food and natural compounds have a much more profound effect on what they were designed for. So pharmaceutical compounds go hit a very particular target, can be very powerful, but they can also have systemic effects, negative effects. But natural compounds over you know, eons of evolution have learned how to have a modulating effect. So arginine returns your body to homeostasis, which is very, very valuable. So if you, you wanna study, you know, I encourage people to go look more about arginine, but remember, we need to take a systems approach to life. Otherwise, we will never get to the truth. We'll only get to a, a shadow of the truth. So please, um, I encourage everyone to sign up and become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior. When you do that, you're supporting yourself, but you're also supporting this movement for Truth, Freedom, and Health. And again, the vashiva.com platform, the vashiva platform, which you can get to vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com. We've literally created a technology platform for education, for social media tools, independent of big tech, and most importantly for activism. It's not just a Twitter. It is a powerful platform to educate you so you can get educated and you don't be enslaved. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Uh, again, watch tomorrow for we're going to talk about caffeine and the role that caffeine has on cardiovascular health. Thank you.